It's Thursday, March 26, 2009. Democrats undermine Obama's cap-and-trade plan. Democrats? The EPA steps up and gets stepped on. Plus, worldwide blackout. Worldwide blackout? I'm terrified. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this is your Green News Report. shaking from the idea worldwide of blackout of we'll get to that in a blackout. minute yeah we'll get to that in a minute here now desi Doyne with your green news now there's big maneuvering in washington over president obama's budget which is currently under negotiation in congress and how climate and energy legislation is going to fit into that specifically cap and trade now cap and trade is where we cap the amount of pollution that polluters are allowed to put out and they're allowed to trade those permits among each other so that's cap and trade and theoretically takes down the pollution levels and that's the idea gases. you want to incentivize the behavior that you want and disincentivize the behavior that you don't want this that is Great. Pollution. Yeah, well, this is great. We have so we have a Democrat at the White House, Democrats controlling Congress. This should sail through easily. Except, yeah, conservative Democrats have put together their own House and Senate budget committees that have put together their budget proposals, and cap and trade is not included. Now they say that not they, in the budget, not in their budget proposals. Now these are just blueprints. These are things that will be negotiated in detail later. White House mm-hmm. doesn't seem to be too worried about it. Mm-hmm. They do say that it might actually be better to put this cap and trade legislation later, so that it doesn't hold up. Past Passage of other very important issues. Sounds like they're making lemonade out of lemons, and uh, the fact is, Democrats are uh, undermining. President Obama's attempt to uh, get and cap shockingly and trade. these because it's going to be harder to get this passed. Separate it's going from to the be budget. very difficult to get it passed, regardless. Yeah. Now, the Environmental Protection Agency has made some big moves this week. Now, one thing they've done is move forward on what's called an endangerment finding, in which they make a formal declaration to the White House that climate change is a danger to public welfare. Now, this means that the EPA would then have a mandatory duty to regulate emissions under the Clean Air Act. Back in 2007, the Supreme Court cleared the EPA to regulate green greenhouse gas emissions under the Clean Air Act, but the Bush administration has basically had basically refused to take any action since then. In fact, they, they wouldn't even open an email from the EPA back in 2007 that contained the EPA recommendations. I recall this for because this. had they opened that email, that then they would have Somehow been liable because they the knew difference. about it. Yes. And, and they'd have to act on it. And so they just ignored those emails. Right, even though it was in all the newspapers. And no, one they of the didn't recommend- read the newspapers either, so well. no worries there. <laughs> um, the EPA also had created quite a stir this week. Uh, they appeared to halt the practice of mountaintop removal coal mining. Now, mountaintop removal is an incredibly destructive, controversial technique that literally blows off the top of the mountain to get at the juicy coal inside (laughs) and basically dumps the debris off the side into the streams and valleys. Now, the EPA sent a letter to the Army Corps of Engineers, they regulate this kind of thing, saying that they wanted them to, you know, stop and look and review some of these things. But apparently there were some crazy uh, angry phone calls uh, because the EPA issued a clarification yesterday that they are not halting or holding or placing a moratorium on any of these permit applications. But then, late yesterday, the Corps of Engineers went ahead and granted one of those permits, the very permits that the EPA was objecting to anyway. So they went ahead and approved this without... Yes, the Corps of Engineers spokesperson said, well, this permit was granted last December and the EPA didn't object then. Mm -hmm. 
during the Bush administration. So they did it anyway. They did it anyway. The, and can the Obama administration take any? Can they uh, take any measures to this reverse remains this? to be seen? They're okay. essentially asserting their authority to do this. So now I, I imagine it gets into the internist and warfare that goes on in Washington to decide who gets to decide these things. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting on to the worldwide blackout. Is actually just Earth Hour. It's this Saturday from eight thirty to nine thirty p.m. local time. So wherever you are, the World Wildlife Fund is asking you to turn off your lights. So it's not actually a worldwide blackout. It's a worldwide blackout, time zone by time zone. If we turn out our lights, 8.30 to 9.30 p.m. on Saturday. Local time. Local Local time time on Saturday. Saturday. Yes, this is going to be, it's intended to be an effort, uh, an action of solidarity and basically a worldwide call for action on global climate change. And and, and the point of this is what? What will happen? the point of this is to show everyone in the world that we're all united and that all the actual people in the world to do all the living and everything, that yeah. they're actually, the not politician folks will actually be saying, we want to take action on this. We realize it's a problem. We're going to turn and our how, lights out how, as a big signal. How will we uh, recognize if it's successful or not? And what if money? people participate. It, uh, how do we know if they participate? And does it save money? Does it save energy? What's the, it, is that the it's point? It's not to save energy. It's not to save money. It's basically a call of solidarity yeah. and action saying we're all united. Am I being too skeptical here? And the way we'll notice is with the satellite photos. Last year, satellite photos showed that most of the world actually did participate, just the United States. Okay, well, you'll fill us in next week if it was successful. Maybe I'm too skeptical. But I'll turn out the lights, 8.30 to 9.30. It's successful worldwide, just not necessarily in the United States. Can I watch TV from 8.30 to 9.30? Anyway, we made fun on Tuesday of Louisiana Governor Bobby Jindal's mocking of funding for volcano monitoring in the Obama stimulus bill, right. uh, especially after how silly that was after Alaska's Mount Redoubt has been erupting since sin- Sunday six different times. Right. Now, according to the Alaska blog, The Mud Flats, there's actually a serious danger of an oil spill in the area because Chevron decided to put an oil storage tank farm right at the foot of the active volcano. And it's right on the edge of a river that will actually feed into the pristine waters of the Cook Inlet. Great. Hey, we love the mud flats. Go check out their story. We'll give a link to it on our website, greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And I'm skeptical. But this has been your Green News Report. Just a drop of